Hello. Thank you for listening to and watching You Had Options. This episode, I have my friend Valerie on. Um, we discuss uh, the the goings on with her OnlyFans account. Um, she talks about how uh, certain places kind of seem to be um, shadow banning her. Um, whole bunch of whole bunch of BS. And uh, yeah, we also discuss the Twilight Zone for a long time. So buckle up for that. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoy the Twilight Zone. If not, I think you'll still enjoy the episode. Um, yeah, you can find Valerie on Instagram at ValerieIsRad77. You can find her OnlyFans account. It's uh, just at ValerieIsRad. Um, yeah, go support her. Go support the podcast. Go find us at You at Options on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you follow and subscribe, all that good stuff, to the YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening and watching. Valerie, thanks. Hi. Thanks. Hey. Thanks for coming back. How how are you? Man. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm I'm wearing my in honor of talking with you. Oh, my Didi King shirt. I know I know that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Think I bought cool, it from man. y'all like a yeah. year ago or so. It looks good. Nice. Has has the uh has the Didi Ramona estate contacted you about a cease and desist? <laughs> Not yet, no. Any day now. Yeah. <laughs> You guys are just waiting. Yeah, just in here waiting. <laughs> yeah, so we we recorded an episode earlier, but mm-hmm. I, I, I I felt like I wasn't prepared. Yeah, that's fine. It was just it was a it was a rehearsal. That's all. Yeah, just a rehearsal. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, uh, it was our first time chatting, so I felt like we had a lot to talk about. That's true. And uh, we got that out of the way, so now we're we're friends. Yeah, we are friends. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. co- contractually obligated to friendship now. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. I, f- I find doing this, it's mostly me like cold messaging people being like, hey, I think you're cool. Would you want to yeah, talk for like chat? 45 minutes to an hour? <laughs> and I think... Are most people are most people down with that that you contact? Or are they like, no, thank you? I th- I've only got a few straight up no's and it's never like, it's never like a mean. It's always like, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> i'm like okay <laughs> you know it's kind of weird so, yeah uh, you know but i find most people enjoy uh talking and um talking about themselves you know not in a mm-hmm. weird way because it's you know yeah you know, um, i feel you yeah um let's talk <laughs> we're going uh <laughs> Uh, so last time you were telling me how you had, you had done like one or two podcasts before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just one. Yeah. Uh, it was a friend of mine, um, back in 
Southern California. He has a, a podcast kind of similar to this, I think, where he just kind of chats with people from all kind of, you know, all kinds of things. Right. Um, but what I was on when I was on, excuse me, it was um, we were talking about like sex work in general yeah. and uh, that whole thing. But yeah, it was fun. It was called it's called Life on Blast. If you want to check it out. But um, my episode was recorded about a little under a year ago, I think. Okay. So that's cool. But other than that, this is the only one I try to do my own. Right. Um, my own podcast and I'm still figuring that out. Yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so you uh, just to get to it, you have an OnlyFans account. I do. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, uh, I am a sex worker. Uh, right. It's my only job right now. Um, but yeah, I do. I have an OnlyFans if you want to check it out. <laughs> um, as most just from the OnlyFans side, has it been mostly positive? Yeah. Um, I started, it's actually coming up on my one year anniversary um, since I started my OnlyFans. But um, for the most part, yeah, it's been, it's been a pretty positive experience. Um, for most people, like 2020 was kind of a crazy year. Right. And uh, I started uh, doing sex work because I managed a bar back in California and it was, it wasn't the same when everything kind of started happening. Right. Um, and I was just looking for like supplemental income. And, uh, I had a lot of people telling me like, Oh, you should start an OnlyFans. Like you should do this. And I was very shy at first when I started mm -hmm. it. Uh, I didn't show nudity. Okay. Um, it was just like lingerie, uh, hand modeling. But, yeah. And mo yeah, yeah. Hand modeling pretty much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's come a long way. Nice. Um, but yeah, so it's coming up on my one year anniversary and, uh, the year was crazy, but since I started, like I've since quit bartending, um, and I'm just doing this full time. So it's kind of fun. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've never been on OnlyFans, So is it people just subscribe? I, I know <laughs> what I've been, of course I've been yeah. to the website, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm like, Oh, I can't log in. But the are, so people are able to request whatever, and you're able to be like, "Hey, that's too weird." Um, or yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I the way it works is uh, OnlyFans doesn't necessarily have to be just for right. um, like creeps or porn or right. any of that stuff. Really, like I know they're they're kind of pushing um, to get more people involved, like comedians and like actors and that whole thing, chefs and you know personal trainers. Um, but it is also very big on like the porn industry, um, which is what I offer. Uh, so for the most part, like I post what I'd like to post. Like okay. I post a lot of lingerie. I, I post a lot of like explicit, uh, photos and video sets. Um, but yeah, I do also offer, not everyone does, but like, you know, I do also offer customs. So if somebody wants me to do something specific, like to their request, um, I do offer that, uh, I don't get a lot of weird things. I just get a lot of like, I want to see this. I want to see that. Right. Uh, do this. And I offer a lot of things already. But um, as far as like weird custom requests have gone, I mean, uh, recently I had someone ask me to sit on a cake and I did that because it was like my anniversary. <laughs> um, you know, so I was like, oh yeah, sure. I'll celebrate with Why a cake. Uh, but it was, no, <laughs> I just say it so casually. Oh, I sat on a cake. <laughs> no, there's a whole, uh, a whole like spectrum of people that are into messy fetishes and you know sit on weird things making a mess of yourself mm. um like the i guess the weirdest request that i had received um and this was back when i first started so i was kind of a newbie to the whole thing was for uh it's called i think i'm saying it right gunge um 
but it's pretty much like, okay, you've seen like double dare, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You know about getting slimed. Yeah. Um, and that's all it is. It's like people want to see this, a woman or whoever gets slimed. So um, I had some, I guess it's pretty big in like, you know, like European countries or England or something. Okay. I don't know. Um, overseas. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So one of my first clients, he paid me um, to dump cake batter on my head um, and just kind of feel like humiliated about it. So that was probably the, at first the weirdest thing I've encountered. But other than that, most of my stuff has been pretty tame. Like I'm willing to do other things like right. uh, things that I like personally. And I do that kind of stuff a lot. Um, but I haven't got any weird super weird request yet mm. uh, See what's coming <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know what michael has planned <laughs> oh uh, are you familiar with with the uh with the jim henson 90 show uh dinosaurs yeah is that I, i'm just are we, are we doing something <laughs> i'm just joking <laughs> where are we going with this Let's i'm just it. joking <laughs> we take notes yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm into oh, I'm into Jim Henson dinosaur play is what I'm getting That's at. That's fine, man. Every everyone has something, you That's know. True. And who am I to judge? That's true. So I sit on cakes and spit all over myself. Was, you might like seeing baby dinosaurs. That's okay. <laughs> was it an expensive cake? Uh, no, it was like twelve bucks. Okay. But it was kind of a bummer though because as I was filming this video, um, my phone just decided to like turn off. Ooh. And I didn't realize it until I was done. And I was like, okay, let's go press stop. Shit. It's not recording. And I was so bummed because while I got the initial like cake sitting, I didn't get any of the after play. And by then I'm like, fuck you. I'm not going to sit in a cake again. Another like cake. Yeah. Like I'm done. So I just had to clean it up. So, uh, yeah. Mm. Is Ramon, <laughs> it wasn't expensive. Is Ramon's play a thing? I mean, probably. <laughs> I mean, I get so many people that just message me. They're like, you like Ramones? Show me boobs. And I'm like, you got it. <laughs> you are in luck. <laughs> That's all I needed. Well, but I do get a lot of people um, who find me. Uh, and like, I, I don't know. I get a lot of people that are like, why would I pay for OnlyFans when, you know, I can see whatever I want for free right. on the Internet? And I totally get that. Like, there's so much porn out there you can get for free. Um but personally, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, they, they want something that's a little more personal. Mm. Um, they want to have a connection with somebody that's not necessarily just like, thanks for paying me. Yeah. 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 You know, and like, yeah, you can get a lot of free porn, but I think that you, you might not get a girl who's going to talk to you about her favorite Ramon songs. Mm. And like, you know, like I've had, I've made videos before where like, I'm like, you know, masturbating to like the Ramones playing in the background because that's just something that I would do in my normal life. So for a dude who's super obsessed with Ramones, he might be stoked to be like, oh, there's this girl that does this stuff and listens to Ramones just like me, you know? Right. So, you know, um, but yeah, so I think there is some Ramones fetishes out there. <laughs> I haven't worn like a Marky Ramone wig yet and done anything, but <laughs> just covered myself in spaghetti sauce. <laughs> is, uh, yeah, I, ha I haven't gone there yet. Is Marky Ramone, is he, he wears a wig, right? What's a wig? Uh, um, he, I assume he does. He looks like he does. Have you heard the uh, the Howard Stern yeah. interview with you're, him and Joey? You know, a dry yeah. drunk and you wear Your a mother wig. wears a wig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, uh, I, I assume he does. The Stern. I, um, I can't confirm. <laughs> maybe if you see him in public, if you can just try and snatch it off and just see what happens. Uh, I could. I, I actually came close to meeting him once. Um, not close enough to grab his wig, but yeah. we, uh, I saw, uh, the Miss, Misfits play, mm -hmm. um, 
God, this was Jerry early two thousands. Des Cadena yeah. and Mark Irma. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. And uh, a really good friend of mine, Perla, was uh, friends with them. She actually um, ended up marrying Des later, and oh. she was pretty close to all of them. She's since passed away, and I love her. And oh. she's probably a huge. She's a huge influence in who I am today. Right. But um, we were hanging out after the show because I was like, Perla has to be here. When I was seeing them, where's Perla? So I was like texting her, like, where are you? And she didn't respond. She didn't respond. And like two seconds later, they were like, we're going to bring out our friend Perla. And she came out and she played Blitzkrieg Bop nice. um, with them. And then after the show, we were hanging out and she was like, hey, do you want to meet Marky? And I was like, of course I want to meet Marky, you know. And we're standing outside. Uh, their tour bus is like off in the distance. And he comes walking out and she's like, hey, Mark, come meet my friend Valerie. And he turns and he looks at me and he goes, no. And keeps walking <laughs> and gets on the bus. <laughs> ah. So... Had I been close enough, I would have I would have tried to check to see what was under, but he didn't give me the time of day. So Damn. It, <laughs> it makes me want to know more that he won't. Right? Like, he just denied you. He was just but like, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of glad that's how that story went, because I feel like that's even better than be like, oh, yeah, I met him. He was OK. Yeah. Like I like being like, oh, he hated me. He didn't want to come me. near Did me. Did he want to talk to me? <laughs> Took and one he, look he at me. me and said, no. Yeah, that's uh, I love it. I went and saw Morrissey like. 12 years ago and uh I, I was like waiting outside as a bunch of people were like waiting outside yeah, as course. he was as he was like a- after he had just finished and he was just mm-hmm. like rushed from you know the venue to his bus and it, you know all these like middle-aged dudes are like ah Morrissey <laughs> kind of reminds me of that where he's just like no don't even look at me you know yeah just leave me alone <laughs> uh, don't look at me oh but keep looking at me but oh don't look at me <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Sorry, Eric just walked in. Hi, oh, Eric. that's cool. <laughs> he has to go through our room to get to the basement, so he's taking a shortcut down in the Very basement. Cool, wow, in the basement. Wow. Um, <laughs> Eric is your your partner. He's my partner. Yes. Yeah, and he's in the Jetty Boys. He's in the Jetty Boys and Spruce Springsteen, and he was in the Leg Hounds. If you're familiar with any of those bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know Jetty Boys and Spruce mm-hmm. Springsteen. Um, and yeah, this is where I can't remember if it's on your page or his page. The D.D. King. Your shirt? Yeah. yeah. Mondo Bizarro merch. Yeah, we make shirts and stuff. So check them out. What, uh, what was the last like batch of shirts you guys are making? Uh, we did a, Eric made this really cool art out of, uh, it's like a Ramones parody, but it's like Simpsons related because I'm a huge Simpsons nerd. Right. Um, and it says bullies and then it has like all the bullies names around the seal. Um, so that was one of the last ones we did. Uh, we, we constantly get orders for more DD King shirts. Yeah. Um, and he's done like, I think for bands, he did one for, oh God, I hope I say that name right. The Zonoids, Zonoids, okay. Zonoid? oh. but some other band, he did, he did a bunch of shirts for them. So, um, he works a lot with, uh, Hey Pizza Records and like the Dummy Room podcast oh, right. with those guys yeah. at all. Um, so a lot of the bands like will come through him, um, which is pretty cool. So. That's cool. Yeah, man. Nice. And he, he does tattoos as well. He's a tattoo yeah, artist. Yeah. He's a tattoo artist. Yes. Has he done? Has he given you any pieces? Tattoos? Oh yeah, he's given me a ton oh, of them. A million. Um, we got. We have a few matching tattoos. Uh, we have one that's uh, Ramones inspired. It says "Togar sucks." It's from Rock and Roll High School. Yeah. <laughs> and then it has 
a little mouse and a leather jacket and headphones on. Um, so he tattooed that on me and he tattooed on himself. Um, I have a point break tattoo that he did. I have a pat- another Patrick Swayze tattoo that he did. Those, those are both dead in a hotel room when we were both a little, little wasty. So they're not the best tattoos, but okay. good stories. Um, no, he sent a few on me. He did my stomach. He did. I have a couple Simpsons tattoos he's done. So it's kind of nice Damn, that's having not, him there. It's, it's nice <laughs> to have a, uh, a partner who, who is a good tattoo artist. That, that oh, comes for in sure. Hand. Yeah. Save me some money for sure. That's why I keep them around, yeah. making shirts and giving me tattoos. <laughs> you, uh, what's your point break tattoo? Uh, it's on the back of my leg and it's a hand. It's actually Eric's hand because okay. I use it for reference. And then in a banner around it, it says, Utah, give me two. About, you know, Utah, give me two meatball subs. Right. So I have that. And then on my arm, one of these arms. Oh, yeah, it's like right here somewhere. It says Swayze Forever Dude in Candy Hearts. And that was. That was towards the end of the evening when we were like really drunk. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I need, I needed to say Swayze forever, dude. I was like, oh my God, it's the best idea I've ever had. <laughs> I was like, it was my idea. And then uh, it ended up on my arm. <laughs> uh, whenever you guys were in California, uh, did you ever go see the um, Point Break stage play? No, but I have heard about it. I've had lots of people tell me I should go see it. But yeah, uh, yeah we. Do. I have two kids. So we when we lived in California, we just recently moved to Wisconsin. Um, we've been here, we moved in September of last year. So it's like six months or whatever. I don't know. Um, but back in California, you know, I have two kids and I was working full time and he was working and it was really hard for us to do anything ever. So a big reason why we moved out here is because, uh, I could stay home and work like do only fans. And like, we just have so much more time because in California we're in traffic so much and everything's so far away. And, I love California so much and I miss it, but I felt like I never had time to explore any of my creative side or have any free time to do anything. So, yeah. yeah. So no, I didn't get to see the point. Right oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe when stuff starts opening back up and y'all can go oh, back sure. out to California. Yeah. My, um, some good friends of mine went and saw it. And, uh, I think during the, um, cause they, they do the, uh, the, um, skydiving scene where like people are like, I, I can't remember if they're suspended or if they do it somehow, but uh, they get somebody to play Johnny Utah. Cody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throughout the whole thing. And uh, just, oh, that's great. I just loved it. The uh, the idea of it, that it's, because um, the movie's great, obviously. Oh, obviously. But, you know. It's, my, it's one of my favorites. To, to, yeah. to take something to off, off Broadway is, it's different, you know. Yeah. I saw the Evil Dead, the musical. Did you ever see that? Uh Uh-uh. That was pretty fun. I saw that in Vegas a few years ago, and it was really cool. I don't know. We didn't sit in, like, there's, like, a splash zone where, like, all the fake blood comes out, and we didn't sit there. But afterward, you get to meet, like, you know, the Ash and, like, take your picture with him. And it was was super cool. I enjoyed that. I would love to see the Point Break off-Broadway thing. I could play Johnny Utah, I'm sure. I think, yeah. I, th- I think if if you got there and you showed them your chops and you'd be like, I know, yeah. I know this part. I'd be like, I'm going to do Bodie and Johnny Utah at once. It's so going to be, a, it's going to, oh, it can be, if you go, it can be like a, a one man show type of thing. Yeah. Right. All right I'm in. Done. <laughs> it's going to open in, Sh- in Sheboygan, Wisconsin next, uh, or this, this summer. <laughs> Sheboygan, yeah, I'm sure there's a, a stage in Sheboygan you could you could get your reps in. Yeah, probably. Yeah, mm. right, I'm drinking a lot of things. I have coffee and soda and water. Over yeah, here. what? Uh, right now I have um, 
I bought some Jack Daniels and I have a Dang. I have a lemon LaCroix on the table and nice. an Americano that I'm I'm working on. Stay hydrated. I'm trying. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I find that I constantly have like at least four beverages of different. Oh, dude. Different types. Of well, I need like I need water just to be healthy and then I need coffee to wake me up and then I need soda because it's yummy and then I need beer because it's fun. So like I'm constantly like got to keep my levels leveled. Right. <laughs> wow. Uh, so. Um, we've talked about your different fandoms of Ramones mm-hmm. and. um we touched on Simpsons a little bit. Uh, does does Eric have um, extreme fandom of, of things? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously extreme in a good way, not like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in a like, ew, god. Not like no. in a, that, oh, that's a little much. Not like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're hoarders. I'm just kidding. Thanks for bringing that up. Sorry. <laughs> um, but no, we uh, we both kind of you know like Ramones bonded us a lot mm. um, in our relationship and. Our whole like living room is like Ramones kind of themed. Um, but he's also like super into like, uh, like he loves like Nintendo and Mario, especially. Um, so we also have like a little section of our house that's kind of like Mario themed. Um, he likes Star Wars, but he doesn't really like collect anything. Yeah. In our house, okay. So we have our Ramones museum, we have a Simpsons shrine in the kitchen, which is all my Simpsons merch. Okay. Um, we have our little Nintendo corner and I think that's it. We used to have a Patrick Swayze shrine at our old house, but since the move, we haven't been able to kind of recreate it. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Those, those four things. Do you, so, our <laughs> so the, the Ramon shrine, do you guys have like, are you to the point of like <clears throat> trying to buy like personal items on eBay of, We've looked like there's been a couple like uh, a sales like I think CJ did a sale um, where he was selling uh, a lot of stuff that he like used on tours. Um, there was like I think I saw like a the handwritten lyrics to Poison Heart like Dee Dee wrote out. So we've been like watching things, but like we're also very poor, so right. we can't really get anything that's you know expensive. I feel that. Um, we have a couple like uh, a couple posters that are like you know actually like original posters from like releases and stuff. Yeah. Um, we have. What do we have? We have like a, I have an acid eaters poster that somebody gave me that was a promo poster for his record store. Shit. Um, yeah. So that was pretty cool. We have like little things like that. We met CJ. So we have like his set list and like some picks and stuff. But uh, for the most part, it's just like little things that, you know, we either have purchased or created ourselves or like a lot of our friends make art. So we have a couple pieces that like friends created for us that hang up around. But if anybody has any authentic, like firsthand stuff and they want to get rid of it for free. I will take it. <laughs> I will, I will, <laughs> and put it in the Ramones Museum. <laughs> I will send them your way. The Sheboygan. Thanks uh, friends. Ramones Sheboygan Museum. Ramones Museum. You yeah. know, it's funny when we lived uh, back in California, we lived in Redlands and we used to call it the Redlands Ramones Museum. And I had friends who would actually like message me and be like, wait, is this your house? Or like, can we visit this? Like, what are your hours? And I was like, no, 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 it's just my living room, but you can come over. <laughs> <laughs> you can come chill. Yeah, you can come chill. Yeah, yeah. I saw CJ whenever like a, four or five years ago, okay. and he, ha- he had a couple of the the Huntingtons like as his backing band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we were able to play with the Huntingtons last year and kind of make make friends with them. And I was like, oh. I, inside, I was like, oh, they played with CJ <laughs> Ramone. 
you know touch you yeah <laughs> yeah like, the rules put on the outside you know i'm like oh yeah you know i'm you know, asking me about like gear and stuff i'm like oh yeah you know my base you know, you know yeah stuff like that. <laughs> trying to be cool uh, oh, i love it yeah it's uh the ramones are so great because mm-hmm. like the anti rock star type image i think with like because joey ramone doesn't look like axel rose no 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 (laughs) and i think that's part of the uh for me at least that's part of the uh the appeal Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean aside from them making like you know great songs the best music yeah Yeah, exactly they you know they were just like us and that they were like misfits and weirdos and they had you know mental illness and all and addictions and all kinds of stuff so it's like it's just relatable i think as opposed to being like these big rock stars you know yeah yeah i think yeah yeah I, I I think last time we were talking, um, I can't remember if you said Dee Dee was your favorite or, or Joey, but um, it's a t- yeah, it's a it's tough a tie. Let's just tough say it's a go tie. between. Yeah, yeah. But, but like um, I don't know. I, there's something about the um, kind of like you were just saying, like normal, like kind of brokenness mm-hmm. of, of people, especially watching like the um, was it uh, hey is Dee Dee home? You know. Mm-hmm. that documentary and just seeing like yeah, yeah. oh man this guy just couldn't get it together you know that's something yeah. that is like a soft spot for me oh so yeah. it's like heartbreaking and enduring at the same time you're like Ugh. right like you just want them to be okay but you know how the story ends so right. it's like oh that sucks damn. <laughs> damn but those songs like those later like late 80s 90s like dd songs of like poison heart and like mm-hmm. pet cemetery are some of the best Oh, for sure. He's like, uh, God, what's the phrase I'm looking for? You know what I mean when you're dumb, but you're smart. Savant? <laughs> you know what? I, yes. He's like an idiot savant. That's he's, it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, it seems like he didn't even know like what he was doing, like oh, writing totally. songs. It was just like, that is good. You know, write the yeah, song. That works. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, lovable, lovable losers. Um, for sure. Yeah. But to 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 piggyback on um, your fandom, uh, Twilight Zone oh, is a yeah, big man. big thing. I noticed. Yeah. Um, um. Do you remember the earliest uh, viewings of Twilight Zone, or like why you got so oh God? Why you got bit? That you know what? That's that's funny you ask because that's one of those things where like I don't really remember. Like I remember watching. Dirty Dancing as a kid and like falling in love. I remember Pet Cemetery as a kid and like falling in love. I remember Ramones, but I don't know. I mean, I used to watch a lot of TV at my grandma's house when I was younger. Yeah. So I assume maybe something around then, but it's just kind of always been around as far, like as long as far back as I can remember. Um, I just, I don't know. I remember being little and watching. Okay. This is weird. <laughs> okay. So, I used to carry around like a little like recorder and record myself and like pretend I had a radio show. That's cool. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, my mom <laughs> passed away when I was like one. Oh, um, okay. But I remember recording the show and thinking in my silly little stupid kid brain, like it's going to be broadcast and I'm going to find a new mom. Oh. Don't cry. It's fine. <laughs> wow. But I remember reviewing Twilight Zone episodes um, and talking about, I think it's the episodes called The Living Doll. I think, but it's where the doll comes alive. She's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, talking yeah. Tina. Yeah, talking and Tina. And talking Tina. Yeah, yeah. I remember reviewing that episode 
and thinking, this is going to do it. This is going to get me a mom. <laughs> like what a weirdo kid I was to think that. Um, but around then I was probably like kindergarten. So sometime around then, I guess wow. there's your long answer. Wow. <laughs> Lots to unpack there. Right? Uh, wow. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's, um, touched, <laughs> you know, um, I, it's heartwarming. Uh, yeah. A little weird. <laughs> Explains a lot. But, uh, so as a, as a kid, you were, you were, you, oh, yeah. you were just all in. Well, like I was, you know, I was saying like my mom passed away when I was little. So I was raised by just my dad Okay. and he kind of let me do whatever I wanted. I mean, within reason. Right. Um, Like I couldn't, I couldn't have a cat and I couldn't go outside if he wasn't awake, but I could watch like pretty woman every morning, (laughs) like whatever shows I wanted. So I remember being little, being exposed to a lot of things that like most kids probably weren't. Like I watched a lot of horror movies and Mm. like I said, pretty woman was one of my favorite movies growing up. Big mistake. Um, yeah. Huge. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I think that's probably it. But yeah, I remember watching Twilight Zone as like, you know, as far back as I can remember. And it's one of those things like that and Isla Lucy, which just they just feel so comforting to me. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's like, you know, just the black and white or the nostalgia or what, but something about it, it just feels like like safe yeah. and like oh familiar, you know. I get that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think I started watching Twilight Zone because they would do like 24 hour marathons of uh, yeah yeah on like New Year's Day and Fourth mm-hmm. of July Fourth of July mm-hmm. yeah and so I remember watching it and my dad being like oh Twilight Zone I used to watch this and that was like a a bonding thing I think yeah yeah um, have you watched uh, WandaVision? We just finished it yesterday. I watched it with my kids and like I, we were hooked like from the beginning I had no idea what to expect because I'm not I'm not super into like Marvel or like comic books or anything right. so like I don't know the characters um, so I didn't know what to expect but like I oh my god I, I think I'm like dreaming about it still huh. I'm like it's like it's one of those things where you watch it and it just sticks with you but yeah, yeah we finished it yesterday I loved it I want to watch it again yeah it was great so yeah like yeah. I'm, I'm the same way I'm not a uh, I'm not a Marvel guy or mm-hmm. I'm not a comic book, whatever. Um, and so I didn't know the characters, but I love the format of, you know, every episode yeah. uh, moving up. It was up. so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you watch like, like, go on. Oh, go on, sorry. No, you go. No, you go. No, you go. Oh, I, was well, just gonna, I don't, I was going to say like, I was just like looking for like all the Easter eggs, like after, like trying to find out like, okay, how did they do this? How did they do that? You know? No. Like, yeah, but I, I loved it so good. Yeah, it was a, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to, because I, I know it's fresh, so I don't want to give spoilers or anything. Yeah, yeah. But the um, Agatha was great. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. That's all I'll say. Do you play a, <laughs> are, are you a pinball person at all? Do you enjoy pinball? No. I mm. I don't really do a lot of things. Fun things, yeah. <laughs> I don't do fun things. Okay. Um. I don't really understand how pinball works. I feel like you're just like, oh. you know, and I mean, maybe I'm a jerk for saying that. I'm sorry, guys. You I apologize. Are, yeah. I stayed at a, like, I guess it was kind of like an Airbnb um, out in Joshua Tree and they had a whole like trailer that was all pinballs and video games and yeah. I like didn't know what to do with anything. So yeah. I didn't do them. I'm sorry. Uh, um, well, I only asked that. Um, I recently, <laughs> in the past like two years, I got bit pretty hard by pinball. And so, um, but you know, like, uh, 
any show uh, like the Munsters in like Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. The Simpsons. The pinball machine. Oh yeah. I've I've seen I know I've seen the Simpsons one. I feel like I've seen like Munsters or Adam's Family. Yeah, both. I of feel them like I've seen the Twilight Zone one. I've seen a creature one, like a creature from oh, the Black creature, Lagoon yeah. one that was cool. That's another one of our things. Our bathroom is all like creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm not very coordinated. I think is what it comes down to. I don't know how to like do things. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, it's just too complicated. Yeah, I understand that. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, to we kind of, you know, to circle back around, uh, I feel like we just, I, I, I guided you on a tangent uh, away from the Twilight Zone. Um, <gasps> Are we now entering the Twilight Zone again? Yeah. Yeah, man. So I asked you to prepare a list of episodes. Yeah. My faves. Your faves. Uh, okay. Do you think? Do you think we could go uh, from from ten? Or man, we could just we I, the the numbers don't matter. We can just do. Yeah. We can just talk about any because I had like yeah. I had ten, and then like a couple honorable mention ones. Okay. Okay. Do you think? I you, mean, you can match. You're that? the host here, man. You're I, the you're the Rod Serling in the situation. Yeah. You lead the way. Yeah. <laughs> But do you do you have like I have at least ten episodes written down that I that are my favorites. Your favorites. Okay. So we can chat for sure. But I have a pretty good knowledge, I'd say. Hopefully I can remember things. Okay. Do you I'll let I'll let you go first with number Yeah. Number ten. Number, t- number or, ten. Or whatever okay. you think. Okay. So uh I will say that my number one has always kind of been my number one, but the rest of these kind of fluctuate and they're mm. just episodes that I really enjoy. Okay. So that makes sense. Yes. Um, but this one is called uh, The Midnight Sun. If you're familiar, it's from, let me read my notes. It's season five or three, one of those. Okay. <laughs> Episode 10. Um, and this is the one where uh, the two women are in an apartment and something's happening outside with the weather. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's, it's very hot and uh, you know, there everything's melting and there's no water and I don't want to spoil it, but I feel like this has been on the air for like 40, 60 years, six years. Like you should probably know how it ends. Probably, yeah. I feel, <laughs> I feel, I think we're past the, the, um, past the spoilers, okay. the spoiler zone. Uh, yeah. So this young lady is like freaking out and she's, you know, it's all hot and crazy. And at the end of it, you come to find out that, she was just sleeping. It was a fever dream because she had a crazy fever and you're like, Oh, thank God the world's fine. Um, but then they look out the window and they realize that the earth is actually orbiting closer or farther away from the sun. So it's freezing. Colder. So yeah, so it's getting colder and everything's freezing instead of getting hot. So that's my number 10. I love that episode. I think it's great. Um, I love those ones that there's no twist until the very end and you're like, Oh my God. And then it's kind of like over done, you know? And yeah, I love those ones. Was I, I guess like show wise, um, Rod Serling was the first person to do like the twist, like endings, you know, mm-hmm. like it had been done in like books and stuff for, yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's something that always, um, intrigued me, I guess that, uh, he was, he was he, the master. He, he's of, the first. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I think he was just like so far ahead of his time in a lot of ways that 
I don't know. He just was so talented. Yeah. And I love him. I don't think he, I don't <laughs> think he gets the respect from the general public so that he deserves. Yeah. It's like people like the Twilight Zone, but they don't. I don't know. They don't. I don't know. Maybe it's just too old for people to understand how great it was. It's so relevant still to this day that I don't know. It's a bummer. People, people still teach that old dusty bitch, William Shakespeare, you know, in colleges, (laughs) you know, you're right. We need to replace him. (laughs) Shakespeare, Serling only. Serling only. (laughs) Uh, Oh man. I think we're onto something. Yes. What's your number 10? Number 10 for me was, uh, and when the sky opened up, which one's that? Do you remember this one? It's from the first Maybe. season. It's from the first I'm season. Not good with, I'm not good with titles. You need to tell me, me more. Me either. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> so it's from the first season, and it's the okay. three test pilots. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And one of them is in the uh, the hospital, like, recovering. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And uh, okay. this was the first, like, uh, this is the first season, so it's the first time where it's, like, um... I think the characters are saying like, you don't understand what's going on. Trying to convince everybody else around them. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. There's something bigger going on. What's going on? And they're like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like, uh, so this is, you know, for the, for the listeners, this is a, uh, three test pilots in the space program, um, come back from their, their test flight. And, uh, they're in the hospital and two of them get released from the hospital and uh, the third one is still there, and uh, turns out that they're vanishing one by one. Um, and the way that they're finding out is by looking at like newspapers. And uh, one of the guys calling his parents and being like, "We don't have a son," you know, yeah. that, that sort of thing. Um, There's a lot of that, I think, in the Twilight Zone where they're like, "She doesn't have a son. They didn't have a son, or their son's dead. Their daughter's dead." <laughs> right. It's a very, uh, very Back to the Future of like, yeah, they're vanishing. You know, um, and then at the very end, it's, you know, you know, uh, test flight, you know, I, f- I forget if it was unmanned test flight successful or like, uh, something like that. Nobody returns in test flight or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's my, my 10th. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was a, you know, I had to, I assembled this list today. I feel pretty confident in it. Um, uh, you stand by your picks. Yeah, I cause, like it. Because there's like 160 or 150 episodes in the entire series. Yeah. Um, and then for whatever reason, the fourth season isn't on Netflix. It's on I think it's Is that the one that's, Amazon, that's the or? season that's an hour? Yeah. So they don't have it on there for some reason? Right. I don't know. Yeah. It's but, a good one. Uh, it's a good one. But uh, uh, Burt Reynolds is in an episode in that season. Season four? Yeah. Okay, okay. I only know that because I was looking at the wiki earlier today. <laughs> then, yeah. What stands out? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Big Burt Reynolds fan. You know, cop and a half. Loved it. Uh, handsome man. Handsome man. What's uh, <laughs> what, what, what would you say your number nine is? Number nine. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'll go with again they fluctuate so this right. isn't necessarily like the end of my list but no. uh will will the real martian please stand up Ooh. is one of my favorites uh i think it's season two um this is one of those if you haven't seen it where 
uh, a bunch of people end up in a diner and something weird happened. They all start pointing fingers and like, it yeah. was you, it was an alien, it was an alien and weird things started happening right. with the electronics. And Listen to, uh, uh, there's a bus that is yeah. snowing and they can't it's, drive it's anymore. There's a storm right. and something crashed in like a lake or something. Ooh, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, and there's weird footprints that lead one way bunch of weird stuff's happening i'm still trying i'm still like trying to protect people who might not know because i want to experience it (laughs) just let loose uh but anyway at the end of the episode you know everyone's pointing fingers and blaming each other which is another i think uh kind of common theme throughout the twilight zone where it's like when chaos ensues people just turn on each other and start like freaking out at everybody um i'm doing this a lot i'm sorry finger guns yeah (laughs) Um, i can edit that out (laughs) Yeah. All right, cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so at the end of the episode, uh, one guy's left and he's sitting at the bar with the uh, employee from the restaurant and the diner, and they're talking. And it comes to f- come to find out, one of them is an alien who is on his way to take over this area, and the other one is also an alien who is already there, and they've intercepted the other alien ship. So they're Wait, all one, Martians. One is Mars, and one is Venus, I think. Or- Venus. I think it was like Uranus. Women are from Mars. <laughs> Martians, Martians are from Mars. Yeah, Martians are from Venus. Right. <laughs> but no, it's a that was I love that one. I think it's super good. I love I don't know. I like the ones where there's like I don't know, just a lot of weird things happening and like double, triple turns. You yeah. Know. Where you're like, this is it, this is it, no, this is it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I love that one. It's a good one. Yeah. I think uh M. Night Shyamalan should be making like yearly donations to whatever <laughs> the uh, uh, Rod Serling Foundation or right, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, there will be overlap in this list, I'm sure. Where's what's your number nine? My number nine is a uh, mirror image. Um, I think this is also from the first season, it's when the um, the girl is in the uh, the bus station. Mm-hmm. and shit starts popping off and yep. they're like this is the girl who's doing it and she's like i haven't yeah. been doing all this shit and it's uh <laughs> she's uh, her doppelganger she's having a, an evil twin type moment mm-hmm. and she's like i remember she's in the restroom and like the door opens up and she sees her in the mirror right and then she's like my luggage is here and they're like you just checked your luggage yes and then she's just losing her mind it's one of those other ones where everyone's like not believing her and she's like yeah. you need to listen to me i think yeah i love that one i think maybe for whatever reason that strikes a core with me where it's like are you not listening to me do you not understand <laughs> what's going on because uh i found in in my list there's a couple of couple of episodes where that's the uh the main like vehicle yeah. of, of the the craziness not being understood yeah <laughs> yeah the, my, uh, my number eight should I do? Oh, I don't know if this is number eight or not. This might be more up higher. More okay. up higher. Uh, Nick of Time is my number eight. Do you know which one that is? That is. This one yes. has William Shatner. <clears throat> yes, 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 yes. And, yeah. yeah, and his his wife, fiance. I don't know if they're married. I can't remember. But they end up at the B- Busy Bee Cafe, and they have the, the mystic seer on the table telling them their fortunes. Right. Um a little machine that, that like that puts puts out a fortune cookie type type of message. Yeah, it, it spits out it spits out the paper. Right. And uh, yeah, and so he's like, you know, he can't leave. He has to. This machine's telling him everything he needs to know. And oh, I love that one. Yeah. I think he's 
as far as William Shatner goes in like Twilight Zone, because he's also in the other one with the airplane, which is not on my list. Spoiler alert. 20,000 feet or whatever it is. is it, uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, um, terror. I don't know. I prefer 20,000 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I prefer yeah. this one, the Nick of Time episode, because I just think, I don't know. I think it's better. I, I prefer this episode and yeah. I love it. And I love, you know, the whole little, the way the little machine looks with the little devil head devil. bobbing up and down. It's just so cute. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's so, um, that's such a, um, like we were saying, how Rod Serling was ahead of his time. He's also like commentary on social stuff of being oh, just sure. like, you are depending so much on this one thing and you're not actually living. Yeah. That's crazy. And now even more with like, um, you know, technology and whatever, you know, social media, people oh, totally. are way more like, Oh, I need this. I need to see Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, it's addictive damn. for sure. Wow. Steve, we should, <laughs> we should try and we should pitch a, uh, a college level course to, there has to be one out there. There has to be. If so not, it's too good not to be. If not, you know, they're leaving money on the table. Yeah. Uh, Sign me up. I'm in. <laughs> Professor Valerie. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Number eight, I have um, The After Hours. Oh, yeah. That's a great one. This one? I love that one. This mm-hmm. one. Mannequins. I, yeah. It's Spoiler a, alert. <laughs> Jesus, Valerie. Sorry. My thunder has been stolen. Uh, Next, number seven. <laughs> now, this was, uh, this was one as a kid I remember watching and like, really blew my mind of just like holy shit yeah. the uh so this one for the 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 uninformed listeners um this is a woman is shopping at a department store and uh uh what, what would you say uh, people start recognizing her right she's lo- well she's looking or she just purchased a thimble for her mother. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And it's dented. So she wants to return it. Yeah. And they're like, we don't sell this here. Or she's like, I got it on the ninth floor. I was like, there is no ninth floor. Yeah. Something like that. Something gets weird. And uh, yeah. So she tries to return this thing and she can't. And she ends up going to the ninth. I think it's the ninth floor. I could be wrong. Right. Um, a floor. A, she goes on the elevator to a floor. <laughs> right. And she gets there and it's like all black. It's all dark. And there's mannequins in there. And like mm-hmm. a, a, a center like desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one, and one lady's like trying to talk to her and she's all creeped out. And then come to find out this other lady, spoiler alert, was a mannequin the whole time. And she was on her two week break or whatever. And she didn't return. This, bitch. This bitch. <laughs> I tell you what. And all the mannequins are like, you get your ass in here. It's my turn. It's our turn. Yeah. Yes. It's my. I love that. Yeah. Have you ever been, I mean, I guess you're closer to Disney World. I don't know how it is there, but at Disneyland at the Tower of Terror yeah. uh, ride, they had like, you know, when you're waiting in line, like in the queue to get inside, they had like the gift shop and it was like looking for a gift for your mother. And it had like a little Ooh, thimble. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, oh yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I love it. I love little details like that. I love it. Yeah. The, uh, the Tower of Terror in uh, Disney World, they have all that stuff, like all <sighs> the bellhops and yeah so good i love it yeah all right what are we on seven nine seven, seven. yeah okay. the uh well 
have you have you guys driven through like Jackson or going through like have you driven through Florida at all? I've never been to Florida. There, no. There's a busy bee, like <gasps> huge. You know, Bucky's. I think I've Bucky's? seen something Texas, about it. Yeah, it's a Texas like like 200 pump like gas station. Okay. So there's a, a Florida version called the Busy Bee, and that a, as you were talking about the um, yeah yeah the nick, the, of, the time, nick of time yeah mm-hmm. I was like whoa. <gasps> My mind was no, I've never been there. I, I would love to go because, I mean, I don't know where anything is, but, uh, you know, Tom Petty has, you know, Gainesville. the Gainesville presence yeah. and Tom Petty Park and all this stuff. So I would love to, I would love to go out there and y'all, check it out. Y'all go to Fest one year. Yeah. When the world opens. Yeah. When the world opens up. We'll yeah, do it. Maybe, maybe next year. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to tell you what to do. See. You know, we'll see. Yeah, you can't. You're not Rod Serling. I'm not Rod Serling. <laughs> you don't know the future. In a world. No. <laughs> Okay, number seven for you. Number seven. Okay, so this one I put the hitchhiker. Do you know which one Ooh, that is? Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that one's the one with the super cute lady. She's uh, doing a cross country, I think, road trip um, to visit her mom, and there's this weirdo that keeps showing up everywhere, every state, every checkpoint, everything, right. and he's just like hitchhiking. And then uh, she finally calls her mom at the end because she's freaking out and she can't talk to her mom because her mom's losing her mind because her daughter just died in a road trip to come visit her. So come to find out she's been dead this whole time. Oh my God. And then, yeah, I know. And then at the end when she hangs up, she's just like, totally like, cool. I'm dead. Like <laughs> it always kind of bothered me. How cool she was with this yeah. news. Yeah. At the end, she's just like, Oh, that explains it. I'm dead. And she just like goes off with the hitchhiker. Um, come to think of on. it. You can edit this. You can be one of these. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love that one. I love how spooky it is. I love, I don't know. There's some, I feel like a lot of my favorite episodes aren't the ones that are everybody's favorite just because I love almost kind of finding them on my own, I guess, right. in some way and be like, this is it. But, right. um, it's special. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. 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 Again, man, M. Night Shyamalan owes money. So much. She was dead the whole time. We should talk about M. Night Shyamalan movies, too, because I really like his movies. I do, too. Uh, I was just telling I was just telling my kids they should watch The, the Visit ooh. last night. But then my Eric was like, I'd be too scary on a school night. What does Eric watch. know? And I, <laughs> yeah, what do you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I love I love that. M. Night Shyamalan rules. Oh, uh, man. All right. I, what's I, your number seven? Well, Sorry, I, I'm, I was I'm on this show now. <laughs> I, I love The Village and people hate The Village. I love The Village, I love too. The village. I love the village. Hmm. What did we watch recently? That was something like that. I don't know, but no, I, I feel like a lot of his movies, you know what? I even like, thank you. I even like the one with the trees and Mark Wahlberg. Ooh. And I know a lot of people hate that one. The happening? happening. Yeah. Yeah. But I love that one. Sorry. That's good. Well, yeah, it's cause like, uh, I don't know. You could you maybe could... it's just cause we're, we're twilight zone fans and we can appreciate like, just like a twist, like a simple twist, even if right. it's kind of weird and dumb. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's still a good story. That's how I feel. Yeah, the uh, the only M Night Shyamalan movie I haven't watched the the Last Airbender just because that doesn't interest me at all. Neither. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. But like Lady in the Water, maybe that's the only one that I'm like, okay. I saw that one. I think I saw it at the drive-in, and I don't remember too much about it, so I might be with you on that one. Yeah. I just remember an apartment pool. Yeah. Dry uh diving down into yeah. the apartment pool and there's like a, a a cove 
inside the bottom. Is that the one with the guy? One arm. One big hand? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll talk about that on oh, the next podcast. Next one. Yeah. Okay. Number seven. That's what we're on? Yes. We're uh, on seven. A nice place to visit is what I chose for number seven. <gasps> oh, yeah. Man. That's another one that's like, Sorry, fuck. Yeah. The, the twist at the end. Uh, but yeah, so it's a, a, a gangster who, um, I guess, doesn't he, uh, he gets shot up. Dies, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't realize he dies, realize mm-hmm. he dies until, um, well, yeah, I guess he knows, he knows he dies, but he, he thinks he's, he's in, in the, heaven. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's the big twist. Yeah. Right. And they're like showing him all his records, like used to torment animals and all this yeah. stuff. And he gets tired of all the, all the uh, girl, what does he call them? He calls them like dolls. Broads. Like dolls. Yeah. <laughs> Broads. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, at the end, the angel's like, heaven, whatever gave you that yeah. idea? Well, the guy, well, the guy's like, <laughs> cause he keeps like, uh, he's got gambling and women mm-hmm. and he's like, and they right, even bored. like rob some banks. Yeah. He gets bored. Like, I'm bored. So I want to go to the other place. And he's like, you are in the other place. The other place. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Whatever gave you that idea? Oh, I love it. No, Pip. One. He's they've got that huge like yeah like stair staircase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he because he goes to check his records or yeah, something. Because yeah, he's yeah. like, I think I'm in the wrong place. I need to I need to see what you got. Right. Whatever. That's a good one. Number six. Yeah. My number six is from season three. Okay. It's called the Tradens. Do you know that one? It's very sweet. The Tradens. Tradens. This one is with John and Marie. They're an old couple. And John, I think, is dying or something, and they want to trade in their bodies to like younger versions. Oh yeah, okay. But they only have enough money for one. Oh shit! And, you know, gambling was also a big thing. I think John tries to go gamble his life savings away to buy two bodies, <laughs> but he can't. Um, and so at the end, he gets he gets transformed. He trades in his body, and Marie's like, "It's okay." And then they're like, "We don't want this," and they both decide to stay old together. Ooh, that's sweet. Love. Eternal. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of, there's a couple of, um, episodes where it's like the, um, uh, heartwarming, like couple stuff at the end. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple on my yeah. list. I don't want to spoil my yeah, list. Of, don't jump ahead. Don't jump yeah, ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Number six, uh, the Rip Van Winkle caper. Oh yeah. 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 This one, uh, I love this one because it, it's just so now, you know, looking back, it's so silly and you just like dissect it. But uh, yeah. this is um, these people still a uh, million dollars in gold and they they plan to go into the desert and go into like stasis and like sleep for like, you know, 150 years or whatever until the... Um, the heat dies down mm-hmm. and so uh uh one of the one of the robbers is a scientist and uh i know you already know all this i'm just you know no go i'm I just like, going into it, it. Like, and so you know the, <laughs> Tell me the, story. the big the big brain is you know um like i've designed this uh these stasis machines where um we'll be able to wake up in 150 years and not be aged and so mm-hmm. uh turns out as as they're in stasis um 
one of the guys has like a boulder fall on his little cage and he ends up dying just because he's just asleep and yeah. you know, it's 150 years of him. And, uh, and then, um, the other three get out and they're all pointing fingers at each other. And, uh, they start walking in the desert because one of them destroys the, the truck to, to get out of the desert. And, um, eventually they, they end up killing each other. And, um, some two, uh, two Jetsons type people in this space, this, uh, modern vehicle, Jetsons vehicle come upon them and they're like, Oh my goodness, they have, uh, they have these gold bars and come find (laughs) out, you know, uh, they, they figured humans figure out how to replicate like gold bars soon after these guys rob this, you know, Fort Knox or whatever. And so it's just like, uh, it's like a waste. Yeah, it's like, why do we do yeah. this? Hmm. There's some, yeah. Again, so much of that, like with the, with the show, and just thinking about why are we so petty and doing all mm-hmm. this bullshit. Totally. Yeah. I think that's a common theme, like in a lot of his stuff. Is like he was, like I said before, he was so ahead of his time. Um, in a lot of ways, like race relations or oh, like, yeah, you know, sure. materialistic war, stuff and race relations. War, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's great. I love that. Yeah. I think he was, he in, he was either in world war two or Korea. I can't remember, but I know yeah, yeah. a lot of his stuff was anti-war. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it, it had to have been Korea maybe. I was going to say, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I have a bunch of a couple of books. Like I think I have like a, a book that his daughter wrote. I haven't finished it yet though, but just from what I have read about him, like he just seemed really awesome. I'm like a great guy. Yeah. End. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we on number five? Yeah. Okay. I keep thinking like I should jump ahead to my other ones, but this is a good one. Uh, this one is from season five, which is probably like the latest season. A lot of mine go is season five for some reason. I don't know, but uh, it's called night call. And this is the one with the old lady. She's in another episode too, but I won't talk about that one, but she's in this one and she keeps getting random phone calls. Um, and it's always just like nobody or grunting. And then finally he starts like talking to her and saying things like, hello, like that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, come to find out, like they go to trace the number. There's nobody there. She goes to uh, the cemetery or where the line ends the phone line, I don't know what, I can't remember, but the phone line is like connected to the grave of her fiance who died while she was driving a car and she crashed it and he died. Mm. So he always, he always listened to what she said and she tells him before she knows it's him, she says, stop calling me. And then once she knows it's him, she wants him to call because she's so lonely. But then he's like, I always do what you tell me to do. So he like hangs up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that one. That mm. one's very, um, what's that book? The scary book? Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? So, yeah. Scary one? Yeah. That one reminds me of like a story like that. Like, it's very short. It's very brief. It's very simple. And it's like, oh, you brought this upon yourself. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. But yeah, I love that one. That's a good one. Where, uh, are you a big peewee person? As in Herman? Yeah. I mean, not particularly. Okay. But Why? Did I just do a Pee Wee reference? No, no. There's a large Marge in the Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, man. 
They remind me of that for some reason. Are you saying I remind you of Large Marge? You don't remind me of Large Marge. Thanks. The story oh. does. You no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where I, I used to live, the the dinosaur was there in um, Cabazon. Have you mm. ever seen those big giant dinosaurs in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, those are right by where my house was. So we used to visit those pretty often. They're fun. Damn. The end. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying if somebody requested Large Marge um, play, that's off the table? Custom play? No, I'm down for whatever, man. Okay. As long as you pay me. <laughs> That's true. I, I did a I did a Twilight Zone theme shoot. I'm I'm planning to do a secondary one because I ordered a, a spiral like blanket, oh, but it shit. was like way on back order, so I have to wait for that. But here I'll show you these. I'll give you a little tease a teaser. Oh hell yeah! Oh, and I also have this one, which might be on your list. I don't know. It is. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> cool. All right, number five. Hold on. Okay. Uh, Sorry, I called the shots here. No. No, it's hey. Like, <laughs> like I said, you know, uh, the less work I have to do, I right? love it. Uh, <laughs> and number five, just happenstance, is I the beholder. It's like I knew it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the classic I the beholder is the uh, what'd you say? Like pig face nurse. Mm-hmm. Pig face nurse. Ideas about beauty and. Right. Social acceptance. Yeah. When, a good one. And I whenever I watch that one, I try and put my mind to when people were watching it like as it aired initially. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, this must have made people freak out. Like wait a second. Oh, yeah. This woman is very attractive. And they're saying <laughs> they're saying she's not pretty. This doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know? Oh, I love it. Uh, I was going to do, as part of my uh, Twilight Zone shoot for my OnlyFans, I was going to do an Eye of the Beholder themed one where I was just like totally nude and had my face wrapped up in a bandage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I did a dry run. Like I put it on and something happened. Like my kids called me. I wasn't nude or anything, but my kids called me and I went out with a bandage and I was like, how do I look? Is this weird? And they were both like, the fuck? what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> and I was like, eh, it might be too much. <laughs> have you ever watched, yeah. have you ever watched that, uh, that Spanish um, movie, Time Crimes. You heard of that movie? No, I don't think so. Ooh, it's good. Good sci-fi. Good uh, timey, wimey type type of deal. Mm. All right. Yeah. Cool. And do it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. What is this? Number four? Quattro? All right. My number four is also from season five, episode 18. And it's called... Black leather jackets. Ooh, shit. Da-da-da. Like Teen Idols. Yeah. Yeah. This is about the band, the Teen Idols. <laughs> this is 40 years before the Teen Idols were a band. Philip Hill. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's about uh, alien dudes that roll in and they're super tough and they have black leather jackets. And I don't know what it is about this episode. It's extremely cheesy and kind of weird and like, I don't know. But uh, spoiler alert, they're aliens. They're here to take over the earth's water supply i believe mm. they're gonna poison everybody but one of them falls in love with his neighbor <laughs> bummer big mistake <laughs> yeah. big mistake um huge. yeah it's just, this one's super huge <laughs> this one's super cheesy um i don't know i just like even the, the music like is very like 
I don't know. There's not a lot of dialogue in it. It's a lot of like weird, like like fifties kind of music, yeah. like rock and roll. Right. Um, I just love it. I love it for the cheese factor probably yeah. more than anything, but, and uh, yeah. And then, and then Philip Hill started the teen idols. And here we are. <laughs> are you a big teen idols fan? You know what? I loved the teen idols. I mean, I love the first album, I think more than anything. Um, I never got to see them actually. Uh, I saw them break up when they broke up. It was well when they broke up, it, it happened in Southern California at this little bar I was at. And, I was like the only one watching and it was like a big kind of, I don't want to gossip or anything, but there was an altercation that happened and they were like, tours over, it, shows done. over. Yeah. And then they like left. And I was just like, yeah, I was like, you know, 19 or whatever, sitting there like, wait, no, I like you. Right. <laughs> I want to hear you play. Damn. Um, but no, I, I actually did like them a lot. Yeah. They're great. Sure. What yeah. about you? Uh, yeah. You like I mean, late night picture show. I want to kick a, you know, kick through the yeah, wall yeah. whenever I, I hear that, you know. Did you see the, uh, I think his name's called Mikey and his ukulele, uke, yeah, Mikey yeah, and his yeah, uke, yeah. The, the big mouth cover with Heather, she was on vocals. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, it just came out. It's, uh, it has like Dan Vapid, Master Genie, uh, Dan Panic, a bunch of people, and they, they cover big mouth by the muffs, but Heather actually sings vocals, Whoa. which is kind of cool. Yeah, check it out. It's awesome. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, super yeah. cool. Man. Man, I love pop punk so much. It's so good. Yeah, man. Me too, man. <laughs> oh, I, f- I feel like we're just like, um, we we have best friends. On, on I the, know. <laughs> well, that too. But on this episode, we have you know we have this main theme which we're we're sticking to, but there's yeah. so many uh, subplots that we, I'm just like, man. I feel like we need to start our own podcast together, Michael. Like, honestly, we can just Done. talk about all this stuff that we love. Done. Forever. Pop punk and Twilight Zone. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. And M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Done. <laughs> the, the big three. Yeah. <laughs> the trifecta. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I want to hear your number four. Number four. Ah! Uh, my number four is To Serve Man. Yeah. And that. Uh, you have a, your tattoo, isn't it? A Serve yeah, Man one? And yeah, yeah. Another stuff? Yeah. Sorry. So, I didn't mean to call you out. Oh. Uh, feel uncomfortable now that you say don't show us it's fine no uh well <laughs> I, I think the people the people if they're following my instagram yeah to the to the to the outside camera they can kind of see it a little bit but um so i've got uh to serve man i've got uh, i the beholder mm-hmm. and uh will the real real martian please stand up um, all things we've talked about right. is relevant and then I've you know I'm gonna finish out this with M. Night Shyamalan's portrait <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan to uh, Haley Joel Osment to uh, uh, to the the big armed uh, guy yeah Bruce Willis yeah Bruce Willis no big armed guy yeah Bruce Willis from um, uh, what's what's that Bruce Willis movie where he's the uh, Die Hard no where he's the robber and they're they're singing the song and they're in tune with, they're in time with the song, and that's how they know how they're. It's from the nineties. I'm not a huge Bruce Willis fan. Me either. I'm sorry. Yeah. But anyway, jingle all the way. Oh wait, that's Arnold. <laughs> Edit this. <Next>. Maybe, maybe <laughs> my other arm. I've still got some room. I can do a jingle all the way. There um, you go. Jingle all the way, little thing. Kindergarten cop. Yeah. That'll work. Oh man, okay. what uh, the bad guy from Kindergarten Cop is from and still lives in Mobile, Alabama, 
which is where I live. And I've seen him safe? at bars. Oh my God. And uh, Richard Tyson, that's his name. But anyways. Uh, don't know him. You probably, yeah. I don't, I don't think you should. <laughs> uh, his main claim to fame is he was the bad, bad dad in kindergarten cop. Uh, anyways. Pretty just, good claim, just, honestly. Better than me. Impressed. Yeah. <laughs> his IMD is better than mine. Um, yeah, right? But to serve man. It's uh, a good one. It's a cookbook. You know, what Spoiler else? Alert. I actually, uh, how long ago was it? I don't know. At least like two years. But there was the 60th anniversary of Twilight Zone. Yeah. And I got to see a couple episodes in the theater. And to serve man was one of them. And it was really cool to see it on the big screen. It's classic. It. The um, you know the the main uh, alien is Jaws from um, Bond. Yeah, he uh, the main dude was in uh, freaking Adams Family. He's Lurch. Lurch, and he was in. Uh, is he the guy that's in? Um, I don't know why I'm a robot. <laughs> What's, uh, he was large in Adam's family. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, the guy from uh, Happy Gilmore, the big dude from Happy Gilmore that gets. Oh uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, but number uh, three. <laughs> yeah, let's move forward. All right, number three is one of my favorites, and I. I've seen this a million times, but like I forgot until I was like kind of doing some research. Yeah. Um, there's a character named Valerie in the episode, but uh, it's number 12 looks just like you. Do you remember that one? What is that one? This is the one where when you reach a certain age, you have to undergo surgery to become number a number. Like you become okay. a person. Like everybody looks the same. And uh, in this one, the girl doesn't want to do the transformation. She wants to stay who she is, but you're supposed to pick out a number, like who you want to be. Okay. And all of the people look the same. <clears throat> and then at the end of it, like she's fighting and fighting. She doesn't want to do it. She ends up going through with the surgery. And when she comes out, her best friend is named Valerie and she's talking to her and they pick the same number and she's looking at her and she's like, the best part, Valerie, is that I look just like you. Like, it's like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know I love that one. It's just about like, you know, conformity and fitting in, which is, I think, you know, it goes back to Eye of the Beholder. Uh, a big part of a lot of his stuff is like fitting in with like society's norms. Right. Um, and I love that one. I don't know. It's just kind of a weird one coming of age story about a girl who's trying to fight back and she wants to be an outcast and she wants to be herself, but she can't because she's not strong enough right. or whatever. You know, yeah. I like that one. Got to deal with the social, social bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Number 12. What's your number three? Ah, mine. Uh, this this is one of the uh, the the crossover ones that uh, Will the Real Martian Please Stand Up is yeah. my, my third one. Good. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it's just so good. So classic. And, um, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's just the, the, the double turn is, is so good. Yeah. We're like, he's the alien. Oh, he's the alien. Right. <laughs> They're, They're both, both the aliens. alien. I love yeah. it. Yeah. All right, are we on number two? Yeah. Okay. So my number two is also from season one. And it is 
the monsters are due on Maple Street. Yes. You know that one. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. Love it. I love that one. Um, like we, it kind of relates to everything we talked about with uh, Patrick Swayze right. because one of the main dudes in that one, one of the neighbors, if you're okay, if you're unfamiliar with it, it's a neighborhood. Um, a lot of chaos starts happening. There's weird things happening. Um, cars won't start. And then a little boy who's kind of like, really, he's kind of like the dick of the whole thing. Like he comes in, he puts this idea into his neighbor's heads yeah. that it, they came from outer space and there's aliens and it could be any one of us. Um, but one of the neighbors is um, he plays Max Kellerman in Dirty Dancing, which is like the guy who owns the big resort that Patrick yes. Swayze works at. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's why I love this episode, but um, <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, it's a really good episode. Just like kind of how we talked about it, people just kind of like something's wrong and they turn on each other and chaos ensues. Uh, but at the end of the episode, we find out that this is part of uh, an alien takeover. So they slowly just take away the electricity and cause chaos in little Test. neighborhoods one by yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone kind of turns on each other. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I love that one. It's yeah. a good one. It's, uh, yeah, that's, um, you know, I think people do that a lot. And uh, mm-hmm. when uh, push comes to shove, a lot of people start pointing fingers. Oh, for sure. Mm, number two. Okay. Uh, my, my number two is the masks. Oh yeah. The masks. So it's, um, you know, uh, this old guy has his kids who are kind of, all of them are dickheads. Uh, yeah, total. They, uh, he, he's on the verge of death and, um, it's, it's Mardi Gras. And so, um, He's like, oh, wear these masks all night and you guys will mm-hmm. get your inheritance type of deal. And so um, they're like, oh, whatever, you know, father, you know, I, we need our <laughs> money. You know, that old like uh, mid-Atlantic, uh, mid-Atlantic um, voice like type of just yeah. like, oh, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, so these just brat kids are just like, we don't want to wear these masks and just the bare minimum to get money mm-hmm. from their dad who's dying. And so it's just so much like, um, people are just assholes and just want to do the bare minimum. Even totally. for like, uh, even their, you know, somebody who's supposed to be close to them, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, the, the, the good twist is that they, uh, their faces turn into their, their shitty masks at the end. Yeah. And he, the cool thing is like he presents their masks like, oh, it's a face of, you know, greed or whatever. Right. But it's not like you because you're so wonderful and sweet and right. generous, you know. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I've always <laughs> it's because I'm a creep, but like the mask the dad wears, like the skull mask, and then he transforms into it, you know, at the end when he's dead. That's right. always been like one of my favorite images. Ooh, yeah. So like I don't know. There's something about like his skull mask that I love. <laughs> So yeah. then I then I discovered this band called the Misfits and Mark Ramone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mark Ramone and his wig and the Mark Ramone yeah. and he didn't want to meet me. <laughs> oh, I love that one. That's a great one. Right. Have you guys been to uh, New Orleans or Mardi Gras? Never. I would love to go to New Orleans. It's always been like one of my number one. If I ever have money and can get away, like I right. want to go there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would love to. New Orleans is cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. I want to see like a New Orleans funeral and I want to like, you know, I want to go, you know, have someone put a spell on me. Like I want to do it all. You can do it. Yeah. It's there. <laughs> Anything in New Orleans. All right. Are we on number one? Yeah. Jeez. Okay. So my number one is a stop at Willoughby. Yes. Are you familiar? Yes, I am. I Tell the people. love this one. This one's from season one. Um, and I also learned that it was Rod Serling's favorite from season one, which made me feel like I was on the right track <laughs> when I found that out. Right. Um, but uh, for those unfamiliar, it's about this guy that's like super unhappy in his life and his work and his like home life. And he gets on a train coming home from work and he kind of drifts off and he wakes up. They're stopping in this town. And he looks out the window and it's like very old timey and right. like, you know, like just calm. And it's like on the train, it's winter, but like in this town, it's like summer. So it's like very comforting. And he goes home to his wife and she's just an asshole and like goes to work and they're all assholes. And then he's like, I need to go to Willoughby. It's so nice. And then finally, at the end of the show, of the episode, he ends up going into Willoughby and he's like talking to everyone. He's like, I'm going to stay here with you. This is where I want to be. And then when the twist happens, you find out that like, it just goes back to like present day and he's dead. And they're like, he just jumped off the train. We dead don't know what snow. happened. He said, Will- yeah. he said, Willoughby in the snow. And then the door shuts on the hearse and it says Willoughby and son's funeral home or whatever. Um, Next stop Willoughby. Just, yeah. Yeah. I just, ah, oh, I love that one. Like there's something so like sad in it. You know, like well, it's a it's a a longing, you know, for something that yeah, doesn't exist. You know, exactly. And like this dude died for it yeah. to get there. <laughs> like literally jumped off a train. Um, I don't care I don't if know, it isn't just, real. Yeah, yeah, I just want it. Will it be? But um, I don't know. Like I I love it. Like I love things like that that are kind of like sad and like a longing. I feel like I relate to it. But yeah, well, it's like I don't know. And, and in some way, it's like a happy ending too. Like he got where he wanted to be. You know, right, like he's true. out of that so well yeah it's like that's uh, my number one yeah they um yeah it's wanting something that doesn't exist and just Mm -hmm. going for it and then just like okay yeah (laughs) i'm i'm fine that it doesn't exist but i'm you know i'm there yeah type of deal right i don't know that's like that's a weird like i might be reading too much into this it's a weird like um when people have big dreams Especially, I I relate to that with like doing like band stuff where it's like, I'm just going to put a a dumb Mm. amount of money and a dumb amount of like heart and effort into this thing. Um, Yeah. Maybe people will like it. I hope they do, but Mm -hmm. they might not. But you know. But yeah, it might not pay off. Yeah. And it probably, yeah, it probably won't pay off. But uh, yeah. I mean, you could, you could. No, I mean, I don't want to scare you, but you could die tomorrow. <laughs> like, you might as well do what you want. You might as well yeah. enjoy life, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, th- I think I live life that way, you know, it, within reason, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, yeah, so. Yeah. So my number one, uh, man, we're getting deep. Uh, my number one is uh, five characters in search of an exit. Oh, in search of an exit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's another one that's, um, so it's, uh, it's these five, it's these five characters. Uh, one's like a army sergeant, whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one's a clown and one's Mm -hmm. a ballerina. Ballerina. Mm -hmm. Is one a cowboy or 
I can't I can't remember the other, the, uh, the I only other remember two. those three <laughs> right yeah I can't remember the other two so it's like three just like generic like characters yeah. pretty much um, and they're all just like these like uh, well-rounded characters being like we gotta get out of this you know this we're trapped here you know in this in this, uh, this yeah they're in some weird like room where they can't really figure out right it's like a, what's going a, on. a circular room you know and there's like yeah. we gotta get out of here somehow and so uh, they eventually, uh, one of them, I think the, the, the army guy gets out and uh, turns out they're all just like dolls in a, uh, mm-hmm. a bucket type, type yeah, of Yeah, like a donation thing. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, it's just like, damn, that's deep. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I love that yeah. one too. Yeah. You, have, you said you had honorable mentions too, right? I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that 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 reminded me of like Toy Story, though. Whenever yeah. I was reading back through that, just kind of like thrown away. You think that's fair? Because it's like the Toy Story toys don't know that. Well, I guess they know that they're toys, but it's just like we have to not be toys at some point, and we just gotta. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Steep. Valerie, We're, man, Michael. I didn't expect to cry. You know, I'm about to cry. It's okay. It's no. Okay. Uh, one thing. Um, do you have extra episodes that are honorable? I have a few. Okay. The oh. first one that comes to mind is yeah. probably uh, Ring-A-Ding Girl. Do you know that one? Which one is that she, one? She is an actress and uh she's coming home to like see her family yeah. and she's going to go to like a picnic and all this stuff. And she has a little like ring that like is showing these weird things happening. Okay. Like cloudy visions, like of premonitions. Yeah. And then she ends up like leaving her family and comes to find out that she was actually in a plane crash on the way there. She never got there, Ooh. but she like visited her family afterward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one's, I love that one. What about you? What else? What else? Another honorable mention? Let me oh, see. Yeah. Let me oh, see. Yeah. Hold on. Let's see here. Um, <laughs> There's so many. Like, we could just talk about the whole like, right. series. There's we can so just many. go episode by episode. Uh, yeah. An Occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge. Do you remember this That's one? That's that. The French one, right? That's the one that won like, like a. French thing? Yeah. It was a. Yeah, yeah. It was a Civil War mm-hmm. a guy gets. He, he, he's about to get executed by getting hanged. And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he falls into the river uh, when they're trying to hang him. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's so artsy fartsy, and it mm-hmm. I, I think it's like something that um, was artsy in the way <clears throat> that um, Twilight Zone deserves, but it got recognized for this episode of. Uh, you know, being like, oh, this was shot very well and sound was good and all that stuff. But anyways, the, yeah, totally. you know, the story, um, you know, was this guy is about to get hanged and um, hung, hanged, whatever. Hanged, <laughs> But anyways, yeah, so he falls into the, the river and he gets out and he escapes and he goes to see his family and all that stuff. And turns out he didn't really escape and mm-hmm. ended up dying. Yeah, that was one that was like, damn, 
It's fucking yeah. deep. And that one got like a, a ton of like attention and stuff. Like you said, it like won some awards and stuff. I, I, I think it went to Cannes and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But, but it's it's just one of those things where it's like Twilight Zone deserves this, you know, and this this was just one that was artsy yeah, enough. Yeah, like set out. Right. Oh, yeah. There's there's so many good ones. What do you How do you feel about the Twilight Zone movie? Do you like that one? Like from the 80s? 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I watched it. <laughs> I, went, I, I liked I don't know. it. I loved it. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I like I th- it. I think though, as I, I saw it so much as a kid before I really had an appreciation for the Twilight Zone. Right. So I think like I just enjoyed it as a movie. Yeah. And then when I got older, I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I haven't tried to watch the. Um, the the redo the Jordan Peele um, oh you haven't no I will say there's an episode where they reference D.D. Ramone his grave ooh there you go I have to watch that <laughs> I really I really enjoyed it like really? uh, there were a couple episodes that were like meh but there were a few that like really stood out and um, I think there's about like two seasons now alright I don't recall but they were good like um as someone who's like a huge Twilight Zone fan, I was afraid I was going to like hate it. Right. Uh, but I tend to, especially with like remakes and stuff, like I could try to like step back and just kind of like appreciate it for it, like what it is on its own. Right. Um, before I start getting too technical about like, oh, well they didn't do this or whatever. Right. Um, but no, yeah, I think you should watch, especially as a, Twi- a Twilight Zone fan, I think you'd enjoy it. It's Ooh. very entertaining. Um, it's good. There's a lot of like little Easter eggs, like homages to like oh, okay. other things, you know? So okay. it's kind of fun. Mm. But, yeah, I, I I have one more honorable honorable mention episode. Oh, if, if you have it. one. Um, oh, I probably can think of one. <laughs> okay, you go uh, first while, I, go while first. I brainstorm. <laughs> okay, uh, the one is uh, nothing in the dark, where it's mm-hmm. uh, the old woman is um, not letting people into her apartment under the stairs. Yeah. That's the same lady who's in Nightcall. It's the same old lady. Yeah. Yeah. And Robert Redford is in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah, he's And a, then he's like a soldier or something, right? When he comes in there. He's a, a police officer and he gets shot. Okay. And he's like, oh, please me. let me in. <laughs> but it turns out he's he's death the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So do you I, have a... Uh, uh, honorable mention episode yeah you want to talk about uh i can't remember the name of it there are so many episodes that are just like i love and i hold dear to my heart but um, right. the first one that came to mind was god i can't remember i wish i knew the name of it um but it's the couple and they're in this town and everything just seems a little off and fake and weird and they like knock over a squirrel and it's like a fake squirrel and all these weird things are happening. And they, they at first are just like, Oh, we partied too hard last night. We're really, we were really drunk. We ended up here. Then when the, the twist happens, you find out that they have actually been abducted by aliens and they're like in a child's dollhouse, yes. <laughs> which is so good. Isn't, um, isn't there one where, um, it, it's, it's not the dollhouse, but it's, uh, aliens are watching humans in a like zoo type situ- situation. Oh, where they they abduct them and they put them in the the habitats. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I remember yeah. that one too. Man, 
there's so many that are like that where like I remember, but I can't recall them specifically because I haven't, I don't know, obsessed over them, I guess, but right. it's still like, I remember that one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It's so weird because it's just like, we're just so many, we're uh, a small amount of steps away from just being like on the other side of the exhibit. I yeah. feel like, you know, mm-hmm. and maybe, I don't know. We're getting so deep. Uh, I feel I feel like we are on the other side of the exhibit. I don't know who the people are, you know, viewing yeah. us uh, with social media and stuff like that. Wow, that just hit me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Um, thank you so much for joining yeah, me. Yeah, man. Uh, it was I, fun. I feel like this is this is a good episode. Um, do you have any uh, parting words of wisdom for the people? Um, don't be, don't be a jerk. Be nice to people. Uh, we're all in the twilight zone together. So be cool, man. <laughs> Shit. Uh, <laughs> sex work is work. Uh, respect and tip your sex workers. And if you would like to follow me anywhere online, my Instagram is ValerieIsRad77. My OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com. Valerie is rad. Man, do it. <laughs> Thank do you, it. Valerie. Uh, Thank you, stay on for a second. But, uh, yeah, for sure. Valerie, you had options. You decided to talk to me. Thanks. That's fun. Thank you so much, man. <laughs>